2: Great to have your company here on Sports Day. And what is hot is racing this weekend, thanks to the Dardennap Butchering Company. Taste that, Dardennap Valley Spring Lamb. I can see it on the barbie with perfect weather forecast this weekend and races happening in Randwick, and it's a huge race day. Uh, I think in total there's three group ones, two group twos, and two group threes, and a bloke who's always in the thick of the action is Hugh Bowman, and he joins us here on Sports Day. Hughie, welcome, mate. Nice to chat.
0: Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. Good evening. How are you?
2: Yeah, we're going all right, mate. Uh, Big day for you tomorrow. I think uh, eight of ten races you're riding in. Um, Do you get excited at this time of the year, given the number of big races that are on the calendar?
0: Well, obviously, yes, I do. But what excites me is going into a race meeting like tomorrow with some seriously good chances. But, you know, I mean, as you alluded to at the start of the the introduction, I've been there before and, and I've been fortunate enough to taste the success many times but you know when you go into the race meeting with with genuine winning chances it's always exciting and
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah you talk about your experience does it mean that there are any less nerves or anxiety levels or any less because you've had so much success or do you have a fair bit of pressure you place on yourself as well hugh oh, i
0: don't know. We'll call it pressure i mean even in the wins days i didn't feel as though i was under pressure but I, I just think you get a certain level of um, of anxiousness in a good way to, to just go out and perform well and do your job. You know, and at the end of the day, it's a unique sport and, you know, it's really the horse, the, the athlete, and we've just got to try and guide them through their paces and have the confidence to do so. But, um, yeah, it's all about having going in with good chances. If I was going into a tomorrow's meeting with what I thought, Horses that could win, well, even even though it's a big mini, I I wouldn't imagine I'd be getting all all that excited. But I I do feel I've got really decent rides tomorrow, and I'm really really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, it's a huge race day, as Carl alluded to. Mind you, a heavy eight, there's been a fair bit of rain in Sydney. Does that uh, hinder
0: or help the chances of some of your gallopers? No, look, it's going to it's not going to hurt them too much. I wouldn't want to see it get worse than an eight though, which, which it may well do. We've had a lot of rain here. It's been a really wet year. Um, it's continued. It's been constant throughout. And this week, I mean, we have, we've had two weeks of really good weather, but this week the rain's come back. So there's not much we can do about that. Uh, most of my horses will be okay with it, but I I prefer not to see it get to like a 10 heavy 10 range if, but if it does, it does. can't do much about
2: it. Now, you, you've been riding a few at good odds too, including on the weekend when you took a trip down the coast to Melbourne. Now, I look at Madame Pomery and I look at its uh, heavy track form and it's its one. It's uh, only a lightly raced individual out of uh, Chris Wallace stable and at 13 bucks, mate, there's no reason why you can't win the first group one of the day.
0: No, I agree. I think it's a very open race. Um it's five it's unusual but I think five or six win Phillies really, five or six Phillies could win win this race. I seriously do. So it's a very even field, but madam Madame Pomery was excellent running second in the T Rose Stakes for, uh, a fortnight ago. She's got a sense of timing about her and I yeah, I I really think she can look on I hope she wins, but it's a real it's a it's a very even race.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Fireburn, of course, the one that beat you that day, is Gotcha, has strung a couple together. Uh, we look Zugotcha ahead to...
0: Fireburn, there's other ones. Um, there's also uh, the horse of Anthony Cummings. She's won One over the track and distance. Exactly. So, And Gay's horse, who won, won two starts to go. So it's, it's not a two-horse race.
2: No, North Star last. So that's uh, the top four and uh, of course you're riding number six so there you go from a box trifecta everyone tonight There's a lead in from uh, from our gun hoop in Hugh Bowman. Now top ranked, I like the name of that one mate, the Irish horse uh, and uh, at the moment mate uh, certainly on our markets over here uh, you're the 100 Raider and given a very, very good chance so you must be excited going into another one of the big ones of the day, the, the Epsom.
0: Yeah, he's, I really like this horse, he's he just oozes class. He's got strength. I'll, I think he's well in at the weights. Um, although he would meet some of those fillies, the likes of Fangirl, hinge probably worse off than he would at weight for age. I, I don't see that as a as a negative. I, I think he's I think he's got a winnable weight. I, he, he's all right on the wet ground. That's not a problem. Barrier fours ideal. Uh, the only thing I'd say about him, he's had a long layoff from injury. And he ran only two weeks ago, first up for a long time. I think, in an ideal world, I probably would have preferred seeing him like three weeks between runs with a trial, just to let it, you know, just to give him more time to get over it and come back. But look, I'm probably nitpicking when I say that. I think, I think he's the best horse in the race. And look, if he bounces off his first up performance, he'll win. If he comes out of that a bit flat. Well, he may not. But I think he's a really, really good chance.
1: The race before that, the Premier Stake. Speaking of top weights, you've got Lost and Running. Ticks a lot of boxes. A little short in terms of uh, value, but it's been outstandingly consistent. Won eight of 15. Uh, Has run on soft ground and performed pretty well. Got a barrier. Got your services there as well, Hugh. Uh, Thoughts? Uh,
0: I just don't want it too wet. If we get a heavy Mm. eight or better... Uh, he'll be winning if it's worse than that on i don't know he's a very big horse he's very heavy powerful and i just think that yeah i just don't want it too heavy for him that's the only thing but he he's the best horse in the race and yeah on on, yeah I, i i'm expecting him to win
2: What's your best of the day? I mean, you ride right, Achilles in the two-year-old in the gym crack. That comes up race number two. As I said, you've got eight rides of the day. Have we already spoken about your best, or is there something else you haven't told us about?
0: Um, I, I, I quite no. We probably have, but I like Remark in the last. I mean, if Achilles in the two-year-old, right, it's a lottery. I mean, yeah. who knows? But uh, Remark in the last, he, he's a really good horse. And he, he, he won well first up, first run as a gelding. Uh, I think he'd be better suited twelve hundred Randwick, than he was first up eleven 1, hundred at Rose Hill. But look I, I think if, if the track's not too wet, Lost and Running's the best ride, there's no question. Uh but if but if it gets really messy I, the I, top rank will get through it and so will Madame Pomery. So I mean the good rides are in the big races, so they're they're all against the hardest opposition that I've got a yeah, Lost and Running's the best horse for sure. Well
1: you speaking of best horses just one sentimental question. I I remember seeing Winx run at Randwick one day and that goes into my memory memory bank as a a, a bucket list racing item. How many people over the journey have come up to you and and said they were there that day or they were there that other day when Winx just kept expanding her winning run?
0: Yeah it's hard to put a number on it but look what I have learned is what an amazing uh, influence she had on so many people and yeah, I've many many people, particularly the last race. Um, you know, they say, "Oh, we were there." I took my took my kid there for the last race, or we were there for the last race at Randwick. Um, I get that a lot, or, or the or the Cox Plates, uh, Cox Plates to uh, three and four people often mention that to me too. So, yeah, very proud with my involvement with her, and you know, having ridden many good horses before and since her, and. Hopefully many more to come. Um, Just to look at her record, it's just remarkable what she was able to achieve.
2: Yeah, and it was fantastic watching it uh, evolve, mate. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much for sharing some time with us tonight here in Perth. We appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Anytime. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Hugh Bowman, who is uh, an absolute legend in the horse racing world, Uh, one of the best that you will see piloting a horse around the racetrack, and uh, hopefully he's given us the right steer there. Uh, We need to get into a trade radio update. Thanks to CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Skeet, uh, interesting today that Jordan DeGoey fell, and then all of a sudden there was talk around Eamon and Junior Rioli and others. So it looks like that there's going to be plenty Any of action unfolding on the first day on Monday.
1: Absolutely. Next week's going to be chock-a-block, as expected. And, yeah, the Dugowie one with those two years of behavioural clauses imposed and there was some pushing and shoving from both sides of the argument. But I think uh, DeGoey should and did stay at the pies. And now he's playing really good footy. He just has to keep his nose clean, so to speak, and then play some, uh, hopefully, a, a role in the pies winning a flag.
2: Well, one of his teammates, Ollie Henry, has requested a trade to Geelong, and we know that Tom Papley has signed that five-year extension. We were only talking about that last night, but uh, five-year extension to the end of 2028. So to go until the end of 2027, Papley, that means he's got another (laughs) six-ski.
1: Yeah, and we talked about this as well. Here's a guy that wanted to leave the club uh, the best part of 12 months ago. And now he's there for life. He's a club player for, for the rest of his time at the Swans. And, look, he's a feisty player. He's a, a good player. And the Swans have decided, and he's decided that this marriage will stay.
2: And Carl Amon, for those that uh, don't know, has joined the Hawks. So there you go. That's our Trade Radio update. We'll clear a commitment, come back on the other side. Jai Richardson is going to join us. He's going to be back in action in the cricket. We're looking forward to that. Back soon.